Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Good to be with you on a uh, Thursday morning on KCMO Talk Radio. As we do each and every Thursday morning, we welcome on and say good morning to the mayor of Kansas City. Quentin Lucas is joining us on KCMO. Big week, Mr. Mayor, with the uh, airport opening up. What should Kansas Cityans know about this new airport and how it represents this town and this town's future? Uh, this town is on a, a wonderful upswing, at least in terms of our economic development and infrastructure. I think people have seen that over recent years. New excitement downtown. I met with business developers that want to bring, I think, roughly $2 billion of investment into the core of the city. We're seeing that at the airport. This is a good time for the region and economic development, and we plan to just keep that growth going long term. But as for the new airport terminal, I picked up my wife and child yesterday at the airport. I know that there are a lot of people who have been through it. It is actually fairly convenient, just with a lot more amenities, and it puts us on a a much greater stage to compete with a lot of the good markets in America. That is um, what I had heard from some of the folks who were up there yesterday as well. Now, I know your first trip into the new airport was the other night. You were coming home from uh, some comments that you made at the Supreme Court with the student loan uh, bailout on the table in front of the Supreme Court. Now, that that trip, was that was that Quentin Lucas on a mayoral trip or was that Quentin Lucas private citizen trip? This was actually a mayoral trip because the real reason I was there, although you probably didn't see any media on it, I uh, went to the White House on uh, Monday, actually, same day I was at the airport. The Tuesday morning affair was just extra time that I still had because I, of course, flew out a little bit after that. Okay. All right. So that was part of a, a broader trip that you had planned there. So I, I, I got right. I want to ask you, uh, Mr. Mayor, just about some of the uh, comments here that, that you made and have you explain that uh, to the folks. I'll play that and then we'll ask you about it here on KCMO. Y'all remember when we bailed out all the banks for a few billion dollars? Do y'all remember when we were spending a trillion dollars to bail out oil companies, to bail out war profiteers, to bail out creditors, everybody who was taking advantage of the people? But here's our chance to stand up for the people. So, Mr. Mayor, I want to ask you about that because, you know, the reason this is in front of the Supreme Court is uh, because of how the Biden administration did this unilaterally. It didn't pass Congress. Everything that you mentioned there, while a lot of people in this audience may agree with you that we shouldn't have bailed out the banks, that was through an act of Congress. So why are you misleading these poor people? Uh, You know, I don't think it's misleading at all, actually, although that's a very good setup on the question. I, I, first of all, I recognize that much of your audience, I get a chance to talk to them when I'm going around town, did not believe in the huge bailouts to American banks, the bailouts that we continue to do to a number of companies. What we should not do is socialize profits for just a few. And then of course, tax benefits on, on basically everyone. And so what I think that we are trying to do is just be fair. It is in the same way that it is easy for government over different times to try to invest in corporations and others. We need to make sure that a lot of these people who are trying to get their lives started have the ability to do it without a debt burden. 
As to the particular point relating to congressional action in one place versus the other, we will have a slight disagreement. If you look at the HEROES Act, and oddly enough, I've been looking at it all morning for, for different reasons, uh, it, it does actually speak to the eradication of student loan concerns for folks. This was from 2003, so a certain class of borrowers. But at the same time, it did look to where there's a presidential declaration of a national emergency, as happened during the Trump administration. Most of at least the the furloughs from pay were issued by Secretary Betsy DeVos. And this is the administration, I think, largely continuing it. So this type of administrative action does happen. It is not non-routine. This is nothing different than, say, President Reagan's blanket grant of amnesty some years ago to millions of folks who found themselves present in the United States, typically from south of the border. And this is just President Biden using the same tool the presidents have for many years. What would you say to, uh, you know, a resident here in Kansas City driving to work, getting their morning going, and, uh, you know, they've foregone new cars, bigger homes, vacations with the kids uh, to pay off their student debt? What would you say to them this morning? Hey, I'm one of those Kansas Cityans, right? I I had student debt, a significant amount of it, too, because I I had this uh, fix on expensive education along the way. I think what I would say is what we say on a lot of things that we do in our country, right? We're trying to make things better for people prospectively in our country. It is better for me in Kansas City to have more school teachers. Frankly, it's better for me in Kansas City to have a lot more prosecutors. But the starting pay for a prosecutor in Jackson County, I believe, is somewhere in the $40,000 range. Very hard for those people to get jobs. And loan forgiveness programs have not always worked for them. So if we need 20 more prosecutors to get these people off the streets, then I'd much rather say, hey, is there a way that we can address their loan debt that way, allow them to take this job, instead of becoming, who knows, another, with respect to my friends who chase ambulances, another ambulance chaser type lawyer. That's the sort of thing that I think we need to make clear. This allows people to be better producers for our economy. And I think those questions of fairness are really, I care a whole lot more about my wife, myself, my family being safe today in Kansas City and having prosecutors and others who maybe have those debts on them rather than me going back 15 years and being able to get an extra trip to Las Vegas. How about the notion, um, and then I got a couple other things we'll touch on, the notion that, you know, you look at this yeah. and, and the data shows that the majority of this debt forgiveness, I think it's about 70 percent, will go to the top 60 percent of income earners, that this is really a giveaway to people who have the highest earning potential in this country. Well, you know, first of all, I, I don't always get to hear class warfare arguments. Uh, I do recognize that our conservative voices are changing somewhat, but frankly, I find it refreshing. Yes, top 15% of earners, but I, I think we need to break down where those groups are. Largely, those are professionals, actually just mentioned prosecutors, and others that we actually need in parts of our economy. Those are our school principals. Those are people that actually do have some value to our country, and we need a lot more of them. Many of them actually are healthcare workers who, unlike physicians who usually make a good deal more, are people that we actually need in certain positions, like our nurses, for example. So, yeah, I, I see the breakdown being that it's just some wealth transfer, but let's, let's be clear. This is not a student loan bailout going to George Soros, who I would imagine, if he had them, were long paid off long ago, right? These are things that are actually going to people largely that in places of the economy, we need them. And, and one point, you know, challenging the attacks that say, well, this is just going to people with random liberal arts degrees and that sort of thing. 
No, it's really going to a lot of people, particularly in a place like Kansas City. I mean, I don't live in San Francisco or New York where a lot more of those jobs are present. Most of the jobs that I bump into here, and you can see it from our data all the time, are people who are working for our, our state, local, federal governments, right? These are people, heck, a cop in Kansas City ends up making if they stay around long and get promotions up to $100,000 a year. These are people that are in core, hardworking jobs, and I think relief is warranted. Mayor Quentin Lucas is uh, on KCMO Talk Radio. Other big news uh, this week here in town. Of course, we had three cops who were shot uh, the other night. Thankfully, they're going to be okay, um, at least physically going to be okay. You do have some arrests that were made. I I just saw this from Fox 4 uh, early this morning that one of the guys arrested is this guy, Jimmy Lewis, um, and he has now been charged from alleged offenses that occurred November of 2021 when he led police on a 100-mile-an-hour police chase, mm-hmm. uh, had a loaded weapon on him, 400 grams of meth, and he was never charged at the time. I mean, we talk about yeah. this on and off, but I, for all the, the rhetoric around back the blue, who's right, who's wrong, defund the police, how do we have yeah. guys like this that are running around your town that are not getting charged for what they did a year and a half ago? Yeah, it's a, on this one, and, and I won't uh, mince words, I mean, this is, <laughs> I have to be appropriate with it, this is a travesty. There is absolutely no excuse. And, you know, something that I will say is this, I, I frankly don't care about the politics of the past. I think we need to go looking prospectively at this. People like this Jimmy Lewis fellow, and I've, I've heard about his rap sheet too, need to be in prison, and they need to be in prison for a long time. And he should have been in prison already. You should not be able to run from police, lead this huge chase through Jackson County in different portions, and be walking the street a year later to be shooting a bunch of cops and potentially killing them. I mean, it is it is awful. And so I don't I don't know the full story of what went wrong there, but I'll get it. Mm-hmm. And I expect all of us to. And I know that you're somebody who keep talking about it, but I hope our mainstream folks do. And I'll actually give credit. Channel 4, Kansas City Star even wrote about it this morning. We need to have people in jail. We need to have jails. We need to have prosecution. We need to have enough prosecution. What we cannot do is just have an ongoing revolving door of this, because frankly, yeah, a few days ago, it was three of our officers getting shot. It is people every day on the streets getting shot. And I hear this from officers in our community each and every day, how frustrating it is to address people like this Jimmy Lewis and see them walking the streets. So for as long as I remain in office, at least in this position, I'll note I'm not a prosecutor. I'm not, you know, a few other positions, but I will be making some noise on the fact that somebody like this needs to be prosecuted. Somebody like this needs to be in prison. There needs to be a prison for him. Kansas City and Jackson County, we need to get our acts together at either separate jail facilities or different or, or this, a shared one. But regardless, this needs to stop or else we're going to keep hearing stories like this and just praying all the time. And I believe in prayer, but our officers deserve better and our citizens deserve better. You know, I look to the other side of the state, Mr. Mayor. Uh, your, your friend over there, uh, St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones, uh, said yeah. last week that their prosecutor, Kim Gardner, who's catching a lot of heat right now, has lost the trust of the people. Um, many yeah. would argue that's long overdue. Do you feel like your prosecutor here in Jackson County has, has lost the trust of the people? You know, I'm not I'm not ready to make that sort of of declaration. I will look into what this case was. Uh, I I will certainly look into, I think, what are we doing to make sure that these dangerous fugitives get off the streets? I do think that Kim Gardner, the prosecutor in St. Louis and Gene Peters Baker in Jackson County are different. Uh, I think Kim Gardner has an office that has frankly been, if not troubling, frankly, downright depressing 
for how it's been able to prosecute a number of offenses from large ones to small ones. And I think that's why she's getting the amount of attention that she needs now. I'm not going to throw both of those prosecutors in the same bucket because I think they're very different. That said, we need to make sure, and, and I've talked to the prosecutor here about this, and I'll continue to. What can we do to make sure these people get off the streets? What can we do to make sure they're getting serious and long sentences and that we don't see some of the deals being made that allow somebody like Jimmy Lewis to to walk the streets? I don't know the full Jimmy Lewis situation with the others in there. I expect to learn about it, and then I'll imagine we'll have more comment thereafter. Last thing, Mr. Mayor, I'll give uh, credit where it's due to what I believe you and the council will do today, and that is roll back uh, restrictions on refunds for remote workers regarding the earnings tax uh is that going to pass do you believe that that's going to pass city council today in which case people who are not kansas city residents when they're working remotely will be uh easy it'll be an easier process for them to get back some of that money is that going to pass today you know it will pass it will probably pass if not unanimously it'll pass 12 to 1 because we always got one And I hope this is a sign. I always like to say, I feel like a regional mayor sometimes. We have the airport for everybody. We have a lot of great economic development opportunities and stadiums for everybody. And we'll be fair on taxation for everyone. Hopefully that's some enticement for you to continue to do business and shop and do all that great work here in Kansas City. Well, um, we'll look forward to that today. Credit where it's due. Uh, Mr. Mayor, thank you as always for the conversation. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. You bet. That is. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby, Abby, Scabby, the whole school yeah, just hurt me. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Uh, Quentin Lucas on KCMO. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.